Welcome to Mums on the NDIS, a podcast for mums who have a disability, have NDIS plans, have families to take care of, and have a household to run. Hi, I'm Vicky, life coach, NDIS empowerment coach, mother, and NDIS participant. I believe that our NDIS plans can help us feel empowered, independent, and allow us to create a fulfilling and purposeful life. But the NDIS isn't always easy to navigate, supports aren't always easy to implement, and our feelings around our plans aren't always positive. In this podcast, we explore the good and the not so good. We talk about mindset and empowerment, and we share personal stories from myself and other mothers with NDIS plans, and also practical tools and information that you can implement in your own life. Welcome to episode three of Mums on the NDIS podcast. Today we are talking about NDIS goals. What are goals? Why they are important? Writing good goals. And I will also share my own personal NDIS goals. Okay, so let's jump straight in. What are NDIS goals? So when you sit down for your first plan meeting and every plan review meeting after, you will be asked to you will be asked what your goals are. What is it you want to achieve or be able to do and experience in your life? Goals are things you want to pursue and your goals might include and this list is taken from the NDIS website. They might include building your skills and doing more things yourself, working or studying now or in the future doing social and recreation um, activities now or in the future, building friendships or connecting with your family, maintaining your home environment. And these are just a few examples. There are endless possibilities here. And where the NDIS comes in is um, they will look at your goals and the disability specific barriers that stand in the way of achieving the goals. And then they decide what supports to fund you so that you can work towards those goals that you have set out. So I think that it is easier to visualize um, this with some examples. So for me, I have a goal around wanting to maintain my home environment. And so I have been allocated funding to help me achieve this goal. So I hire a cleaner and um, a domestics and domestic support for this. Uh, my, dis- my disability specific barrier is that I cannot physically carry out these tasks to maintain my, my environment. So I um, use my funding to help me um, undertake those tasks. Another personal example is um, that I want to continue to independently access the community and carry out my responsibilities such as take my kids to school and um, my disability has affected my walking and driving so I was allocated funding for assistive technology such as my ankle foot orthotics or leg braces and also my car modifications and driving lessons to learn how to use the modifications. NDIS goals are important and it's important to take the time to really think about what it is you want to achieve and word them with clarity. 
the NDIS website talks about goals as being important and this is what they say. So this is taken from the NDIS website. Your goals are an important part of developing your plan. They help us to get to know you and the things that are important in your life. We will talk to you about your daily life, where you live and who you live with. We'll ask you what you want to do in the future and who supports you. Goals can also help you think about what your strengths are and how you can use them, give you motivation to try different things and build your independence and be something to work towards where you can measure your progress. So that was taken directly from the NDIS website. The NDIA use these goals that you create to determine what they will fund you for. You need to remember that the people reviewing and allocating your funding don't know you. So you need to ensure that your goals will give you enough room or scope to receive the right supports and enough supports to help you do the things and live the way you want to. The NDIA will only provide funding for what they see as reasonable and necessary. So by reasonable and necessary, they mean that the funding must relate to you working towards your goals related to your disability, that it's safe and legal, and that it isn't the responsibility of someone else. So for example, uh, the healthcare system or other family members. So you may have a goal that the NDIA doesn't see a need to provide further funding for because your disability doesn't cause a barrier there or it is better funded by the healthcare system or that it is more suitable and more appropriate for a family member or the education system to um, assist with. But there is so much information on goals on the NDIS website and I highly recommend you take a look and I'll put the link in the show notes. Okay, so goal setting and writing good goals. This is the part I'm really excited about. I believe that our NDIS goals plus supporting documentation is the key to giving you the best chance of receiving the funding you really need. And when you go to the NDIS website, they talk about some questions that you can ask yourself when thinking about creating goals. So some of the self-inquiry questions listed on the website are, So I'll read out the list. (laughs) When you think of yourself being happy and having a good life or living a good life, what comes into your mind? What do you see? Does anything need to change so that you can have that life? How do you see the future? How would you like things to be? What is working well in your life now? How do we keep these things happening? What is not working well in your life right now? And what needs to happen to change this? How do you think we could improve the situation? What is the most important thing to you right now? What do you see your life looking like by Christmas time or your next birthday? What would be different from now? What are your future hopes for work or study? Are you working now? Are you looking for a job? And what are the things you would most like to change in the future? And although they they are good, they are a good start, a good starting point. And they are really good questions to ask yourself. I want to add to these questions as well in a way that is relevant to mums with NDIS plans who have families to take care for and houses to maintain. So I want to talk a little bit about what, as a mum with disability, you may want to reflect on and think about when formulating your goals. So this is what I've written down. 
So what does your disability stop you doing as a mum? What do you want your parenting and family environment to look like? What are your responsibilities? What are the responsibilities of other household members? And is your disability barrier is your disability a barrier to you carrying out these responsibilities? Um, I've also written, what season of parenting are you in? How is your disability a barrier in you carrying out your parenting duties in this season? So an example um, for me is when my daughters were younger, I couldn't wash their hair and I couldn't style their hair either. And so I had supports to help me maintain this responsibility. And now they are older, they do wash their own hair now and I no longer need support in this area. Um, what else have I written? Is your disability a barrier to understanding your baby's cues or understanding their nutritional needs? How do you want your family outings to look? Do you need supports to help you achieve this? These are just a few examples of what you could ask yourself in relation to parenting and family. And it is a really good idea to sit and visualize how you want this all to look. Then it is time to start to formulate your goals and the wording of your goals. I have found that for me, writing goals that are specific enough, but at the same time gives you a room to achieve the goal in a number of ways. So what I mean is, and I'll use one of my goals as an example here. So my goal reads, I would like to improve my quality of life by accessing the necessary equipment and providers to help me engage in games and family outings with confidence and safety. To achieve this goal, I have been funded several options, including assistive technology, the ability to hire a support person to help, occupational therapy and physiotherapy to help me maintain my functional capacity. And so I can use my funding in various ways to help me achieve that goal. And now I'm going to share a couple of made up goals just to give some more examples. I'm going to share what I believe is a limiting goal versus say a good goal. So let's just say you have a physical disability and need help parenting, I mean, par preparing food and cooking for your family. So a limiting goal could be, I would like assistance with food preparation. This goal is very specific and very limited. If you were to receive core funding, it would need to be used specifically for food preparation. And what would give you potentially more options and wiggle room and still be able to receive assistance with food preparation? Maybe something along the lines of, I would like to maintain my home environment and fulfill my responsibilities as a mother. Now, depending on your disability and the barriers, this goal may allow for, for the food preparation, but also may allow for cleaning, yard maintenance, and other supports that help you be able to achieve this goal. So you'll be able to cover more area of where your barriers are in your home. Another limiting goal might be, I would like to take my children to after-school activities. This goal could actually fall into my previous example, depending on your unique needs. But another way you could word this goal and give you more flexibility could be, I would like to access the community on my own or with my family. And this goal can encompass you taking your children to activities, outings. It can encompass you accessing the community, such as the shops, the pool, the beach, on your own or with your family. And so that really opens up your options when you expand your goal enough to cover all aspects 
of accessing the community or all aspects of your home environment rather than narrowing it down to like one singular thing. Try to formulate goals that cover a variety of areas in your life. So think about the different areas such as your home environment, personal care, social and community um, access, working, studying, relationships and health. And there's some of the areas that you might want to think about. So I have touched on a few of my goals already, but I thought I would share with you my current goals and ways I work towards them. So my disability is progressive um, and it affects my hands and my feet. So I share my personal story, my disability story in episode one, if you want to learn more about that and how it affects my day-to-day life. So your goals and needs will be different to mine or they may be similar depending on what barriers you have. So here we go, my goals. So my first goal is... I would like to fulfill my role as a mother and wife by maintaining a healthy and nurturing home environment for myself and my family. I achieve this through hiring a cleaner, a support worker for food preparation and helping with daily chores and someone to help with the laundry, lawn mowing. And that's just to name a few of the supports. Another goal that I have is I would like to preserve and increase mobility, muscle strength, joint and muscle flexibility, as well as dexterity to allow me to be as independent as possible and involved in life activities. So this goal uh, relates to my occupational therapy and physiotherapy supports and also assistive technology. So I use funding to achieve this goal. Um, I use supports um, that allow me to access physiotherapy, exercise physiology, my um, even my leg braces would still come into here too. And also um, hand therapist, which is an occupational therapist, but hand specific. Um, another goal is I would like to improve my quality of life by accessing the necessary equipment and providers to help me engage in games and family outings with confidence and safety. So these, um, the supports I use to achieve this goal are supports around the home so I can preserve energy, assistive technology such as my scooter and leg braces, the support worker if needed, um, and it relates to my physio and OT and my driving assessment and my driving lessons too. Uh, My second last goal is I would like to develop my self-confidence, self-esteem and identity building skills to cope and adapt with the progression of my degenerative disease. So this relates to my counselling support uh, mainly, um, which is I've did a blog post on why I think counselling is very, um, it's a very important part of my NDIS plan. And um, it helps because my disease is progressive. Um, catching up with the counsellor and working with them uh, really helps me come back to me and what my strengths are and also helps me through accepting different, um, I guess, when the disease progresses and I'm losing my ability and capacity to do different things. Um, and then my last, my last goal is... I would like to independently engage in community events and social activities to help me with my emotional well-being. So this one is kind of a double up of the family outings goal, but this one is to 
I guess, reiterate the importance of my need for independence and my need for accessing physical therapies and assistive technology. So that's a big thing for me is that I want to be able to do and access the community um, independently for as long as possible. Now, there is room to have seven goals in your NDIS plan. And I have been thinking about what other areas I would like to set goals in for my next review. I generally keep my goals the same from year to year and then tweak and rejig them to suit where I, you know, to suit where I'm at. So um, I am going to be doing some reflecting on what I might want to look at next time. Okay, so there you have it. That's my personal NDIS goals. So again, like last episode, this has been a lot of information. And so I'm just going to recap what we have touched on. And there is so much I could talk about. We've only just um, touched the surface. So what we touched on is what are NDIS goals? Why are they important? Writing good goals. And then I've shared my NDIS goals. Uh, We covered some self-inquiry questions as well on how you want your day your day-to-day to to look and your needs as a mum, parenting and caring for a family. So that brings us to the end of this episode. I'd love to know if this episode was helpful for you. And you can always contact me through email, hello at mumability.com.au or connect through Instagram. My Instagram account is mumability.coach. And we have a Facebook group for mums with disability, which I will put a link to in the show notes as well. If you would like to know more about NDIS coaching offerings, um, as well as my NDIS 20 page workbook to help you find clarity around implementing your NDIS plan, you can find all the information on my website, which is at mumability.com.au. And I will leave it here for today. Have a wonderful week and I will speak to you next time on the podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can find out more about this episode in the show notes or on the website mumability.com.au. We have a Facebook group for mothers with disability, which you can join via the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please screenshot the episode and share on Instagram and tag me in it. My handle is mumability.coach. I would love to hear feedback and any ideas for future episodes, and you can do that via the website or via social media. Thank you again for listening today, and I will see you next time.